Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, and I've been really busy with watching Korean TV shows. <laughs> so within the past two weeks alone, I finished King the Land, Little Women, and Singles Inferno Season 2. <laughs> Oh my god. The Harvard girl? <laughs> yeah, Na Lee Nadine. Lee Nadine. Yes, I'm obsessed with all three of them. I watched the trailer for Little Women after you pleaded to me several yes. times to watch it. And it's a little strange. Yes, it is. So I'm still a maybe, but I want to watch it. I finished it in two days two days Goodness. i was hooked okay well i gotta see what this is all about um anyways um gabe do you want to introduce yourself hello everybody it's gabe um and recently actually i also finished a show as well but it's a bl drama <laughs> called love class two love Very class good. two yes okay love class one was good so i have a question is this yes. rumor that Chaunu is going to be on a BL drama true or not? Oh, I saw that too. I don't know. Okay. I welcome it. But I welcome <laughs> it too, but I was like this is a big uh, a good find for the BL drama genre. I don't know every time there's a new BL drama with like a popular actor idol, it just adds fuel to the fire it really That's does it. it really does <laughs> all right um thank you to our host for those intros and to all of our listeners thank you for tuning in we're here to talk about a long-awaited debut of an sm sm entertainment group so we're here with a hot take hot talk on the new group rise and ashley is going to overview the timeline controversy story behind their debut yes so um i have a presentation for you guys oh okay oh and gosh, the listeners like can tune in as well yes i'm gonna overview the group and then i'm gonna go into the timeline of the members and leading and their activities leading up to the debut so here we go. Shout out to our viewers on YouTube. Uh, we actually get a lot of views on YouTube. We only just started posting recently, but shout out to the people that comment. And if you want to see this PowerPoint on Spotify as well, it's going to be there. YouTube or Spotify. Can everyone Can see my screen? files to Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, it's a visual. Oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, can you guys see my screen? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Great. So I can see Sung Rise. Chan there. Yes, Sung Chan. So Rise debuted on September 4th. Their title is Get a Guitar. This here is their logo stylized. Rise is a, it's a, it's short for Rise and Realize. Their fandom name is Brise. Rise, uh, even though rise, rise, and it means 
Who rise who will help rise fly and be with rise anytime, anywhere. Honestly, oh, so I, it's like rise is be with rise. Maybe. The members are Shitaro, Unsuk, Sung Chan, Wanbin, Sung Han, Sohi, and Anton. And the genre is very unique. It's their genre is emotional pop, according to their producers. Um, emotional pop that sheds light on various emotions and experiences the seven members will have as they attempt to achieve growth. It's a new genre that these people are creating. Yes, Nathan. I just want to say I'm all about this. I know. Emotional pop is really good. I'm all about it. Meaningful, meaningful songs with very consumable harmonies and melodies. Yes, exactly. It's a so, yes from me so me far. As, me as well. Rise is produced by Wizard Production, which as part of SM 3.0, um, from their go back restructuring. To, go back to episode XX whatever. Yeah. For a breakdown of that. SM 3.0 um, introduced this concept of production centers. Originally, uh, prior to 3.0, uh, Lee Sumon was the main producer, like the sole producer. Now they're diversifying their production centers into five, six centers, if you include the virtual ip for novice but <laughs> which oh, i don't know why do why do they have their own production center are they gonna like it's just adding maybe, to the concept they just, they just needed someone to have a job <laughs> are they gonna make novice like debut with some songs like i mean they were in they were in the savage uh music video or maybe they this is just like animation studio you know mm. but anyway this highlighted in green here is SM Wizard Production by these two guys. And the artists that these two guys manage are Super Junior, XO, and Rise. So okay. we are at center five here. And NCT needs its own production manager unit. Yes, because there's like makes sense. 20 of them. I want to add that Rise is um, the first boy group debut in seven years at SM if you're not including NCT subunits. NCT debuted in 2016. And that is so long ago in a blink of an eye though. Right, right. So I'm gonna go into the members now. Um this group is so new that they haven't really announced positions yet. And I don't know if, is K-pop getting away from positions? Like, I feel like they are because for some groups like, you know, Espa, uh, New Jeans, I don't know who their leader is and they don't really say, like, it's just kind of assumed that like the oldest is the leader. Or but... like Karina, but not necessarily, like, right. maybe, Yeah. That's why I think that they're getting away from, like K-pop is getting away from positions. And so you'll see in a lot of my slides, I've kind of guessed what the positions are based upon like interviews that I've watched and 
performance videos because usually in performance videos you can kind of tell like who the center is who the main dancer is based upon their position in the choreography but and like how many how many lines the person has and like if they've if they're rapping first and if they have a long rap you know you could tell if they're the main rapper but anyway I digress I will add that my source is K-pop profiles and there are some announced positions. Like you can, you know who the center is. You you obviously know who the matinee is, but like a lot of the positions, like I just put a question mark because obviously this is not announced. It's just me assuming what their role is. So we have Shitaro and I included some fun facts about them. And this, the announcements that I have are in order of age. Because again, there's no like position. From oldest to youngest? Or oldest from... to youngest. Okay. So wow, Shotaro is the oldest one in the group. Yes. By barely though. The but... members are between 19 and 22. So they're all pretty much the same age. He's the only Japanese member. He's obviously former NCT NCTU, debuted in October 2020. So it's been almost three years since his dude debuted with NCT. Make a wish, my goodness. Yes. Uh, he only trained for six months and his role model is shiny. Next, we have Unsuk, 22. He's Korean. He's the announced visual according to K-pop profiles or K-profiles. He trained for five years. No Sung Chan the longest. Previously announced as a member of NCT Rookies. Uh-oh. And, okay. and his role model is Changmin. Next, we have Sung Chan. He's Korean, the main rapper. He trained for four years. Him and Unsuk here, they're buddies. They're like besties. I don't know if they're besties, but they're they've known each they're other. They're frenzies. Long. They're yeah. frenzies because they were training for a long time. Um his role model is Kai from EXO. Next is Wanbin. He's 21, Korean. Okay. <laughs> center. Um, what am I sharing right now? Am we I see sharing? Wanbin. Oh, just Wanbin? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long he trained. Um, he could play the guitar. Like in Get a Guitar, he's playing guitar and he's not faking it. It's actually him playing. Uh, his role model is EXO, all of EXO, and he looks like Heichan to me. Every time I look at him, he looks like Heichan. And I just want to say, this is Sunghoon from Inhypen. This is Heichan, and it just looks like their two faces mesh together to make oh. Wanbin. Hmm, okay. But like, he just—I don't know—they look so similar. Maybe the lips. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just me. It might be just be me. That's fine. <laughs> Next is Sung Han, 19. He's Korean. He trained for 2.5 years. His role model is Taeyang and Dio. And what wow. I forgot to add here is that he was also previously a member of NCT Rookies. Oh, I saw him and Dio a video of him and Dio meeting at the SM Town concert that I went to mm. last summer. Yes. And him. he was like basically blushing when he was meeting Dio and the EXO members were like, 
Dio, can you please say hi? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's like pretty mute also. Sunghan and Unsuk, they were the like MCs, like they were the transition people for SM Town. Mm. Uh, SM Town, the the New Year show. I should the say. New Year show. The New Year show. They were in that as SM NCT rookies. Next is Sohi. He's our main vocal. I don't know how long he trained for, but his role model is Baekhyun. Wow, a Baekhyun role model. We King. Love that. And then lastly, we have Anton. He's the maknae. He's American from Boston slash New Jersey, Massachusetts slash New Jersey. I don't know how long he lived there, but I mean, he's fluent in English, whatever. Um, he's the son of a composer-producer, Yoon Sun, and actress, Shim Hee. Kejin. I guess she's really famous and so is he. Like he this producer guy has also written music for like Boa and IU and people like that. Um so he this, in. yeah, he kind of does have it in, yeah. And he can play the cello. Um, and his role model is EXO. Okay, all EXO. Yeah. Which also makes sense because their producer, um, their producer sent production center is like headed by like mm-hmm. they're they also manage EXO. So yeah. Um that's all seven members. Next, I want to show you guys a timeline. So this is all of the activities that NCT members and NCT rookie members have done leading up to the rise debut and this is kind of right because um, we cannot talk about rise without talking about NCT, NCT quite frankly yeah right 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 and I'll I'll just go into it one by one um if you guys have listened to previous episodes you've probably heard me express some frustration about Sung Chan and Shitaro like, what are they doing? What are they going to debut? What is SM's plan? Like, they're fucking jobless. Like, I've expressed a lot of concern around those two members. And so I'm glad that they finally debuted in a real group. Not to say that NCT wasn't a real group, but they were just kind of like floating for a long time. They were in for- only you units. Yeah, but you units are like... Yeah, they're temporary. They're temporary. So I'm happy that they have they are with Rise, but it does create a lot of confusion for me because I always just will see them as... At least I've always known them as NCT, so I have to like reposition my brain to know them as Rise now. Right. But anyway, let's get into it. Our timeline starts in October 2020 when Sung Chan and Shitaro debut with NCTU Resonance. We have Make a Wish here and what was that other song that 90s Love. 90s Love. Right. So this is when they finally debut. I still remember that that introduction where they're all sitting on like the bleachers and they have like white blazers on. 
I remember it like it was yesterday because I was so hyped for this next era of NCT. That was peak NCT for It you. was. It was. So right after that, there was a lot of excitement around Sung Chan and Shitaro, what the future of NCT was going to be. And at that time, they were still thinking of NCT being like an ever expanding group. And um, we didn't know where they were going to expand to. Were they going to expand to Tokyo, Japan? Were they going to do NCT Hollywood? <laughs> I don't know. So that's that. In March 2021, Sung Chan gets a uh, full-time job at Inky Gayo as their No, not the full-time job. <laughs> well, he gets like... <laughs> full-time some, job on Sundays. So, full-time job on Sundays. He has like some, some place to be, you know? All the while, after this debut, what's Shitaro doing? He's not really doing anything besides like promotions with NCT for the full group album. Um, a year after they debut, NCT does another group, full group promotion for Universe, and that's where we get Let's Play Ball, and mm -hmm. I don't even remember what the other song was, but yeah. So, Sung Chan and Shitaro are still working with NCT here. Then, you kind of see them, like, doing NCT promotions by themselves so we have them starting a youtube show called what's up sung show they did this for like maybe five months and at that same time unsuk shohi and uh sung han uh these three people were announced as sm nct rookies on the reality show welcome to nct universe so they were already announced as rookies, but this is like NCT saying, or like SM saying, these guys are going to be SM rookies or like NCT rookies. Mm -hmm. um, and I watched that show. I really enjoyed it. And I was looking forward to Sung Chan, like these five announced people potentially being, I don't know, NCT Japan. Yeah, was, yeah Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Tokyo. Um, around the end of 2022, Japan eases their restrict pandemic restrictions and Sung Chan and Shitaro go to promote as NCT. And that's where we get the famous video of Sung Chan and Shitaro crying on that variety show where they were like talking about how hard it is to learn Japanese and Korean. Then... We have the SM Town performance where all of them, including these, these NCT rookies, perform. Then 2023 happens, April, and the drama with Lee Suman's nephew taking over SM and kicking Lee Suman out happens. And that whole thing where Lee Suman tries to sell SM to Hive, that just shook everything up for. <laughs> for NCT, because right after that, SM makes a statement. Um, they announced SM 3.0, which introduces the production centers that I showed you guys in like slide two. And they talk about all the groups that are going to debut for the upcoming year. And included in that plan was their plan to end NCT as an ever expanding universe. And end their universe with NCT Tokyo. Um, so 
around like still in May where they were talking about this whole drama they released a statement saying that Sung Chen and Shitaro are not going to be part of NCT anymore they're going to debut with the new group and they also released a statement saying Unsuk and Sung uh Sunghan are not going to be NCT rookies anymore and they're going to debut with the new group and then that last third NCT rookie he's just not going to debut because he got hurt and he's focusing on his health mm-hmm. then lastly they announced NCT Japan will be formed through a survival show so what they act it's going to be a six member six member subunit of NCT this is the one that uh, just concluded right right they announced two of the the Japan members as SM rookies and then the survival show titled NCT Universe La Start uh, is to figure out who the remaining four members are. And so that started in June. I think it ended just last week or Mm -hmm. maybe a couple weeks ago. So no, that started in July. So according to SM 3.0, NCT Tokyo, Final installment of NCT is supposed to debut in Q3 this year. And Q3 is like, it's going to end in two weeks. So <laughs> the maybe they're going to debut in the next week or two, but mm. they just ended their survival show. So now they have all their members and they're like, don't they normally wait a month before they debut? I think the timeline's probably going to be pushed back because, I mean, 127 just released comeback teasers and there's too much cooking right now. Right. So they're probably going to debut in October and then Rise obviously debuted on the 4th of September. So screenshot this if you want to get a little, you know, zoom in on the words that I put, because I'm sure it's kind of small on your screen. But yeah, this is like a full timeline. And as you can see, like, people have been debuted and announced as members of NCT for maximum three years. And these rookie kids, Unsuk and Sunghan, they were, they've been NCT potentials for almost a year so it's just weird that like the switch up the switch up you know like i just hate it go ahead my question to you as the timeline expert here is why like can you put out a speculation as to why the initial plan for them to debut in nct was completely squashed and swapped over to rise um was it a function of the the SM takeover drama? Or like, why do you think this all went down the way that it did? I mean, we'll that's never a, know. I'm just asking That's a very good question. And I don't know. Right. I don't think we know the answer to that. Um, and I don't even know what, what to think. Like, I, I know that even I'll stop sharing now so people can see our faces, but um, I know that with NCT strategy, they announce members as you so they can create like a little bit of buzz for future groups. You know, that's what they did with 10. 
they announced him right at the debut of NCT and then mm-hmm. they shelved him for what three years before they <laughs> before they debuted Wavy. Mm-hmm. So but all I feel this like that, I mean it's three years is a long time. I don't actually know how long it was, but it makes sense because he's putting in legwork for NCT for an NCT unit. Right. So I'm wondering like what what went what the heck went up here i was i'm confused too and it just feels like wasted effort you know like they put all this time into sung chan and shitaro being in the new group in nct group and it's just like now we gotta be introduced to brand new people i just don't get it Hmm. okay do you have anything else on the overview or should i jump i will i will say that in the rise introductions, Sungchan and Shitaro don't shy away from from their Same time at NCT. Yeah. Like no. they they say they're grateful for for the fans that have supported them as they were in NCT, and they're excited to be in Rise. But it's just fucking bullshit that like NCT or SM just kind of like throws them around, you know. No. Why not just have a plan from the beginning and stick to it? I get that yes. they they had all this drama with Lee Suman, but even then, like it maybe creates it was a lot Lee of Suman's, Maybe it was Lee Suman's vision, and they just had to change it mm. after everything happened. Anyways, I don't know, and we'll never know. Let us know in the comments what you think happened with all this chaos in the beginning. But we are also here to just kind of be like, okay, you've debuted to celebrate them a little bit and to also talk about some of their releases. So I'm going to jump in and talk about their pre-debut track. And when I heard that they were going to be an emotional pop-centered genre, I was very excited by it. At the same time, I think you, I had some initial doubts because I don't necessarily see... Shotaro or Sungchan as central to an emotional pop group. I see them as a neo rap centered contributors. So I was like, okay, what's what's going on here? So I actually came in with a lot of doubts about how this was all going to go down. Yeah. Upon first listen of their pre pre-debut track which was titled memories it was released on august 21st as a pre-debut single my mind was completely changed because i think this song is legitimately a like if not a 9 out of 10 like a 10 out of 10 like i really loved the song it stayed true to what they actually are marketing themselves as it feels very, I mean, it's called memories. So it evokes, I feel like it evokes memories. a lot of good memories for them. Nostalgia. It's a fan song, it seems like. It's it... already, yeah, it's already kind of, it's like a fan song kind of, but it it's trying to signal like the group's new beginning, transition into right. professional idol life, right? And into like the industry. Which, I mean, everyone can kind of take that as like their own journey. Like if they're starting something new and the memories that they're seeking out to create. 
don't know. I just think that it was a really solid first hit. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of I also thought this was really interesting because it felt a little bit J-rock pop for me. A little bit of like anime OST, which I'm all about. Because do you know why that is? Do you know why? Wait, do I know why I'm into it? Or do I know why? No, why? Do you know why it sounds like that? No, Why? So it's because it you like the at least in the chorus, the bass line is a drum and bass uh bass line. It's kind of the you know, it feels like you're running, right? That kind it of does, thing. yeah, it feels a little bit yeah. runny. Um, but like running in like a life journey of some sort, I would argue. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> Which kind, is yeah, like, that kind of beat like is something that's very common with that and like it evokes that feeling. Right. It of um, I love this song, and the music video was filmed in California. They're just having a lot of fun. It's super simple; nothing complicated is going on. And at the end, there's like this new bridge that opened in LA that they filmed and and the music video at. So I was like, for me, it's like, oh, I've been there. That's so strange, mm-hmm. um, to think about. Anyways, I love the song, and it's also not given. This might be an SM thing, but I think this is a larger industry problem that you try to market yourself in one way. And then when you hear the song, it's just not what you expected based off of the marketing. And I feel like in this case, it actually aligned, which was really nice. Yeah. This was emotional pop. Right. So I don't know what what you all thought about the song. So I agree. It was a good song. I really like the chorus, the melody and the bass line and the chord progressions and everything were very good. But um, but I feel like there was just way too much rapping. Like, why are there so many rap mm. verses? You know. Um, and then I kind of thought about it more, and I was like, well, Sung Chan and Shitaro are here, and I feel like they need something to do. Right. So oh, that's why there's all at the end of the day. Verses. Yeah. yeah and like for me when i was going through it i was like okay so i went in only knowing who sung chan and shatara were but they did not they like faded to the back for me mm-hmm. i was i like was most drawn to i think the main vocalist kid so he yeah so he's making a lot of waves yeah and then of course like the scene in the music video where they're like there's three of them sitting on the dock and like two of them are not wearing shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw things on Twitter about that too. It was funny. Yeah. I, I noticed that same thing too. Like this is their first real music video and the two most famous members are not predominantly shown. Like it really, I even noticed that Shitaro, he doesn't even get like a close up of his face. The one that I actually noticed till maybe like halfway through the song. And I I think they did that intentionally just because those members are so right. famous and they're trying to get this, uh, this like concept of Rise as like a new group out there. And they don't want to be like, they don't want the image of the group to be overshined by like, right. I think that's that's not a bad idea. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I did think that it was interesting that they picked a new person as the center of Rise. Because I really thought going into this that Sung Chen and Shitaro were going to be like the main dudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're not. They're, they're, Wanbin is the center and he's in the center of all of their, he's like the little fairy guy, you know, and he's flanked by Sung Chen and Shitaro at the end of both, like, make, get a guitar and memories. So they're really like pushing. They they want Sung Chen and Shitaro to be like in the forefront, but like not the very front, hmm. which is very interesting, and I think a very good move by the production people because I still am looking at Rise with NCT lenses. Like I can't, I can't escape. It's that. really hard. It's I mean, you basic. It's really hard to divorce the two. Yes. Yes. Anyways, I thought that the song was really good. And it is. It is one of my most played songs currently. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Ashley. I like how it's oh, I like how it's not um it doesn't have the same noisiness as NCT music. Totally different. And it's really refreshing. Yes. It's so refreshing. Yeah. It is. I it wonder, really is. and this is a question I think that we're going to take up in our discussion of their title track. Is K-pop ready to accept this? I think so. I think um, they've I been ready. I'm ready. I've been ready. This is this is maybe back to our conversation about, you know, classic K-pop or just like back to roots type of Music. We have talked about this, yeah. You know, with Ive, for example, Ive, yes, Gabe has categorized them as like true K-pop, yeah. So, but like elevated, yes, elevated, modern. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Ashley, tell us about this title track. Get a guitar. Yes, get a guitar. Uh, is their title track? Um, I will say that there were actually two pre-debut songs. Um, however, the only official one was Memories. Prior to Memories, they did a performance video of a song called Siren. And weirdly enough, when Get a Guitar released and the EP released, Siren wasn't on there. Yeah, that was weird. So they, the EP that they released with only has two songs, Memories and Get a Guitar. So it's like, what the fuck is Siren about? You know, like, it's just a song that's floating in the ether. And it was like... definitely not emotional pop. I didn't, yeah. No, it was giving <laughs> NCT. It was giving fire truck MCT, yeah. yes. Right, okay. right. So maybe that's why they didn't include it on the album, because they were like, oh, it's too much I'm about this memories life. You got to stick with your marketing. Right, right. Uh, Get a Guitar is such a fucking bop, like, it's so good. It's funky. Um, it's about, uh, it's a song about like dancing with someone that you like and just making, like listening to music get, and having fun with this person that you enjoy spending, you enjoy dancing with. Um, it was filmed in LA and like Nathan said, they filmed both music videos in LA and 
they filmed majority of this like in downtown LA, which is funny because like the theater that they they um recorded in, that is the Los Angeles theater, which I have been in and have done events in. Like I used to work in in production. So it's just it's cool seeing those places that you know. Right. Yeah. And yeah, they were on the rooftop of one of those downtown, like Broadway um, buildings. So it's just fun. Um, and then the skate park, that's also in LA. That's actually like a skateboarding company, hmm. which is interesting because we have a friend that works at that company, a friend of the oh. pod that works at that company. And she, this is some insider information. She was there when they filmed that skateboarding, those skateboarding scenes. And she told us like, do you guys know this yeah. group called Rise? And we're like, no, because this was prior to the to them announcing Rise as a group. But yeah, so oh. I really like Get a Guitar. I think it's so fun to listen to. And I love- A lot of fun. I love um, the footwork in uh, the chorus. You got me like dun dun dun, like that dun 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 part where they're like strumming the guitar and doing that that quick footwork. That is so. It looks so hard. Like that footwork looks difficult, but it just makes it looks so fun to do. Like I I wish I could copy it because I feel like I would have fun dancing along with them. I think it was a great, at the end of the day, according to Ashley's timeline, there was a lot of chaos, mm -hmm. but I think they are ready to turn over a new beginning. And I think they're actually really off to a really good start. And this could have, this could have not been this way. I think. Yeah. And, and citizens were a little bit like us, like a little bit skeptical at first. But also like willing to be like, okay, what's going on to, to give them a try. And I think that they're showing that they are different and that they could do it. I will say one thing more is that Shotaro only trained for six months for a reason. Because that kid can dance. Mm -hmm. So he like skyrocketed to probably like one of the top I would say top 1% of K-pop dancers. Mm -hmm. Which is why he has the position that he's in. Like, SM's not willing to let go of him. Right. Because he has a lot to offer. He does. Might not be vocals. But... Definitely not vocals. Definitely not vocals. <laughs> but <laughs> he could he could dance the hell out of anyone, I think. I agree. And he holds and, the group okay, up so with that. About Shitaro, this might be a little bit of a hot take, but mm -hmm. it is a hot take. I hot take. <laughs> his his like vocals are kind of mid. His yes. rapping is also like kind of mid, and like yes. he doesn't have like the vibe of a rapper either. No. No. So like, no. His dancing skills are really holding him up here. I think that's that's. And I think yes, I agree with that. Like I and I don't think if Shatara was in an NCT group, I don't think he would. I don't think he would contribute anything really 
to like an NCT Tokyo kind of group, you know? So his role in this group, because they're more emotional pop-based, is to really stand out in something that others don't as much. So I feel mm-hmm. like it actually rounds them out a little bit more, whereas in NCT, there's a lot of good dancers in yes. there. And it's a little bit less vocal focused. So, yeah, I feel like uh, maybe the producers knew what they were doing. I don't know. I also think that he might be the leader, like unconfirmed leader. Because in the interviews that I've watched, he's... He's the oldest, right? He's the oldest, but not by much, like by a couple months. And he's kind of like the person who elaborates, like someone says something and he like explains a little bit more about like what the next segment is going to be or like what this MC is trying to say. So yeah, he, he may not be a great singer rapper, but he can dance and he's their unconfirmed leader in my opinion. I have one final question for everyone. As we close our discussion of Rise, and we don't always get to talk about this because like Ashley said, it's been seven years since a group like this debuted under the company, uh, the boy, a boys group, right? You know, when I, and I wish this question was asked to me and I was on the record saying something about whether or not this group is going to make it big. Like if, for for example, if I asked you in 2016, if make it this big i probably would have said no but now i'm just like dang is rice destined for like true greatness like xl greatness like mm, dream greatness that's an I interesting wanna, take i want to know whether or not you feel like like how far is this group going to go well according to the producers they want their goal is to have this be like a a long time group like Super Junior, like EXO. Mm. Um, I like those are big shoes. They really are. I literally see Sung Chan and Shotaro and group as kids. I mean, they are in the grand scheme of things, but I wonder, Ashley, are they going to have longevity? Think? Are they going to have longevity and like a huge fan base at the end of the day? say that they are starting off on the right foot you know if they they um broke a record of like most amount of instagram followers in a short amount of time so there is like a a base of supporters at least initially and some of the group's short-term goals like within the upcoming end of the year is to win rookie of the year so Mm -hmm. That's a tough that's a tough ask also though. There I mean there are a lot of groups that debuted this year, but in terms of boy group, boy group debuts. What this about year? Zero Base One? I'm oh. sure they're good. Their debut was not okay. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean it was good, but it wasn't I would say get a guitar is better. Yeah. Well, um a stat I'm... that I saw was that Rise was the first k-pop group to sell over a million units for a non-survival group 
Mm. With a big asterisk that Sunshine and Shotaro already yeah. have large followings. But I will say non-survival. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I don't want to push any of you to like say yes, they're gonna make it, no, they're gonna not. It's just an interesting question. Yeah. I will I say think that they I think they no. will, honestly. Cause you know, I well, not that it's like a hundred percent success rate, but like if you debut under SM yeah like the chances are more than likely that you're gonna make it to some degree like i think how yeah. big is the question not is whether question. or not they're gonna yeah. make it yeah right i think it's a hard question to answer for, for me right now i do agree with gabe that they SM do have will, the structure SM on their will side. make it happen um like just through through continuous promotion, you know, like consistency, consistency, they'll just grow and grow and grow. That's their um, really bread and butter at the end of the day, this right. company. Yeah. Um, I'll end by saying that I'm, although I had my doubts, I am very excited for this group because like Nathan said, the genre is really exciting. The music is refreshing. It's fun. And there's more music to come, actually, in October. This is mm. just the start. They're going to release... Watch them go Neo in October. And I'm going to be like, what happened? I mean, it's SM's, <laughs> it's SM's, like, MO to release a title that is really polarizing. You know? So, with every group. They do this with everybody. It's not just NCT. Correct. So, yeah. I'm excited um, and I look forward to their future music. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Ashley and Gabe. Gabe's commentary and Ashley's presentation for uh, very informative and insightful. So um, thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode. We're on Instagram at Adult Talk Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on all of our major podcast directories and streaming platforms. If you have any feedback or content requests, please email us, idletalkpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, we have our content directory, idletalkpod.uwu.ai, where you'll see previous episodes categorized, including playlists, song recommendations, and concert and K-drama reviews. Um, as well as information about us. So it can be found in the description of our episodes here. And until next time, let us know what you think about Rise. If you liked, get a guitar and memories. And then we'll be back next time with the K-Pops episode. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye and good night. Bye.